Hey guys, welcome to episode three of the Sad Smile Show. Today is November 13th, 2017, and today I kind of want to talk about the iPhone X. I got it a week ago on launch day, and now that I've, you know, used it for, I think, just over a week or so, um, I kind of want to give a breakdown of what, I'm, what I've been thinking about it, how I've been using it, uh, my thoughts on it, pros and cons, etc., so yeah, without further ado, let's hop right in. Um, I'm gonna start off with the cons, uh, just to get the negative stuff out of the way. Um, now, me personally, I think the only thing that really bothers me is probably the price. I mean, the price tag starting at a thousand dollars just—it's just way too high for a cell phone that most people are probably only gonna have for about a year or so, and you know. Uh, is very you know breakable it's fragile it's all glass and it would be one of the worst things ever to basically spend a thousand dollars on a phone and have that you know just go out the window because you dropped it a couple feet or you know whatever the case might be and even beyond that just spending a thousand dollars on a phone in general is a little bit ridiculous um i think the 700 price range is probably perfect for a premium phone and then just go down from there um i think starting at a thousand is just it's a big ask and because it's apple it's obviously going to work for them but definitely way too much money to spend on a phone um but then some other cons i want to talk about that don't necessarily apply to me but might apply to some other people uh i think the biggest complaint people have had is probably the notch um you know the infamous top of the phone where the bezel cuts into the screen um to be honest after using it for a week it's not something i really notice in my everyday use um and that i mean i'm just being honest i know it kind of sounds apple sheepish to say oh the notch doesn't bother me but i don't know it really doesn't bother me um if you're holding your phone in landscape and you pinch to zoom a video so that it takes up the entire space uh, i think that's when you start to notice some annoyances but even then i don't have an issue with it but i mean i can understand why others might um beyond that i think that the biggest issue with the iPhone X right now is just iOS 11 not being as refined as previous OS releases for the iPhone. Um, it's not super buggy or anything like that per se, at least not anymore. Uh, right now we're at 11.1.1, but I think it's more of a case of it just not being as optimized as we've seen other iOS releases be, especially in terms of RAM management. Uh, if you've watched any speed tests, you can tell that the iPhone X is super fast in the first lap and slows down considerably in the second, third, etc. laps because uh, RAM management just isn't good. You know, apps are having to be reloaded, web pages reloaded, etc. Um, so if you're using this as like a workhorse phone, the power and the... Uh, you know, the capabilities of the phone should be there, but iOS 11 is holding it back. The hardware isn't. Um, but I mean, with updates and refinements, that'll all get fixed, so it's not the biggest issue. But for now, it's definitely uh, holding the phone back, I would say, uh, from reaching its full potential. And it's already super fast, so I'm, I'm excited to see where the phone's gonna go from here for sure. Um, and then just to touch on it really quickly, I mentioned it before, I think another negative for a lot of people is the fact that the phone is all glass. I mean, it adds to a super premium feel, but 
it definitely also causes a lot of danger. You know, if you drop it, it's kind of game over, no matter how durable this glass is. Um, Apple claims it's the strongest smartphone glass and drop tests kind of prove otherwise. So I wouldn't put too much weight on that. And you should definitely be careful with the phone. I mean, I love it because it's super premium looking, feels good in the hand, it's a little heavier than the past phones, but it's fragile. So you definitely have to be careful with it. Alrighty, on to the pros now of this phone. Uh, so right away, what is the biggest difference? The screen, the OLED screen, the super minimal amount of bezels, no home button. Um, it's just a very much so like, in, you know, the embodiment of what Johnny Ive has been trying to get, which is a single piece of glass that does everything. And I think that we're getting pretty close to that. Um, the screen, it's beautiful. The colors look super natural. Obviously the blacks are as natural as you can get since the pixels turn completely off. Uh, and the gestures feel really natural too, in my opinion. Swiping up, swiping from the top to open up the control panel notification uh, notifications. It all works really well, in my opinion. Um, I think if you don't have big hands or long fingers, it will probably be somewhat of an inconvenience for you at first, but uh, Apple did include reachability, so the screen could come down to whatever you need it to. Um, and after a while, you kind of just, you know, you, you figure it out the same way people figured out the first iPhone, you know, a touchscreen wasn't natural at first, but it became more natural than anything. And I think this is definitely the future, just removing the buttons from, at the very least, the screen. There's no need to have a home button anymore. Um, and Apple's proven that this works in, you know, incredibly well. And, you know, there's no need for virtual buttons either. A lot of Android phones have had no home button or no button on the, the front of the phone, but had virtual buttons and they were buggy, didn't work well. Um, and even if they, you know, did work well, there's just no need for them with these really natural gestures. So I'm all for it. Um, beyond that, just some other obvious pluses, the A11 Bionic chip, which is incredibly powerful, uh, powerful to a fault, I would almost say. I mean, nothing really takes full advantage of it yet. Um, I think maybe its processing power is best utilized by the other great plus of this phone, which is the camera. The camera is absolutely phenomenal. Um, it really just blows away anything I've ever seen on a smartphone. Uh, especially since I came from the 6S, not even the 6S Plus, and I mean, this thing just, it's insane. The portrait mode is insane. Uh, the front-facing camera is what really blew me away, though. Um, the first selfie I took was just honestly way too detailed for what I was expecting, and mix that with the new portrait lighting mode, which is in beta, and you've got a camera that's just phenomenal. Um, and portrait mode, I mean, it's not perfect still. Let me not like gas it up too much. It still has its issues where the bokeh effect will not really capture what it's supposed to. And you know, your face might end up half blurred, but I think the issues are far and, um, you know, they're just, they're not really too common and the good products that do come from these pictures are way worth these small issues that you occasionally run into. Um, so I'm all for it. Uh, but then beyond that, I also think the battery life is really awesome. Um, I think plus users say it's a little bit worse than the, you know, the plus phones, but it is definitely better than the regular size phones, which for me is the most important. Um, 
and it's almost on par with the Plus. So you get a smaller form factor with a really big screen. You know, it's still smaller than the Plus a little bit because uh, you have to take width into account, but for what, you know, in all intents and purposes is a 5.8 inch OLED display, you're getting a really small body, you know, not much bigger than the regular number model. So iPhone 7, iPhone 8, etc. Um, but you're getting a battery that is pretty phenomenal that has been lasting me all day without fault. Uh, morning 7 a.m. till I get home and when I go to bed around 12 a.m. or 1 a.m. it's you know still powering on going strong through the day and uh, also let's definitely talk about face ID which for me is a plus. So face ID to me is a huge plus. I mean it just totally takes away the, I don't know, um, like the middleman. Like there's no forethought of authentication, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So if someone texts me and I click the message right from the lock screen, it brings me right into the message. I didn't have to put my finger back onto a home button for touch ID to activate, um, or I didn't you know, hold my finger on touch ID, then click the notification to go in. It, you just kind of stop thinking about it. Plus, you get the extra security that Face ID has, so it's kind of a win-win in my opinion, you know, almost completely. Uh, I think, to be completely honest, I've definitely had less success with Face ID than Touch ID in, in general. When you look at the big picture, I think Face ID definitely fails more right now. Um, of course, that could change with software updates and better implementation, etc. Um, but for Face ID's current iteration to be so much better than Touch ID 1 and almost as good as Touch ID 2, I think that just really says so much about the technology here and where it's going to go in the future. Um, and to you know, clear up fears, Touch ID works at night totally. When I'm walking around the city and it's pitch black, it works perfectly. When I'm in bed and all my lights are off in the apartment, it works. It's pretty phenomenal. I mean, it just, I mean, an Apple's, you know, classic way of things working, you know, quotation just works. It's like, it's true. Um, so I've been loving it. And I think the fact that, you know, it's so much more secure than Touch ID also helps. Uh, Apple's been taking privacy really seriously, which I think has made a lot of Apple haters or people who have always, you know, been... Uh, on Android their whole life want to switch or switch in general because of the fact that you're getting that extra privacy, um, not only from, you know, just device protection physically so that people can get into your phone, but then also on the software side of things, you know, Apple's not selling your information, you know, Apple's not stealing any information. Um, so that's always a good feeling. But anyway, back to face ID, I do think that it's definitely the future. Um, and I think that with further implementations and software updates, and obviously eventually whatever iPhone X models come out next year, it's only going to get better and better. It's only going to work more often. And it's getting to a point where, you know, you look at the phone, all you see is screen, everything just works. You don't have to worry about putting in a passcode. You don't have to worry about bypassing any security measures, yet they are still there working behind the scenes for you. I think it's just an amazing you know, combination of hardware and software, and I'm super excited to see where Apple takes this all in the future. Um, so we'll see, I don't know. But those, those are my thoughts on the iPhone X, um, and I'm really excited to see what comes in the future for Apple, I really am. 
Uh, I'm sure this is going to be, you know, if it's technology like Face ID, I'm sure it's going to make its way to the iMacs and MacBooks and iPads. And once everything is bezel-less, I mean, it's just going to be a pretty, uh, pretty amazing spectacle. So I will be keeping an eye on Apple as always. And, you know, let, you know, call in, let me know what you guys think about the iPhone X. Even if you think it's trash, even if you think it's overpriced garbage, I would love to hear about it. Uh, if you love it, also would love to hear about it, obviously. So thanks for listening, and I'll catch you guys next time. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, hey, what's going on, man? Hey, man, welcome to the Sad Smiles Show. Thanks, man. What's going on? Yeah, nothing much, man. Just, uh putting my computer into boot camp mode so I could play some games. Oh, that's, that's what you need, man. You got the gaming mouse on the way, too. Oh, you filming, man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So, uh, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah. Um, I, I'm El Toro Ryan. That's my um, anchor account name. Um, you can just call me Ryan here. Um, I usually talk about... I guess I'll be talking about coasters on my um, my channel. But um, I'm here actually to talk about. I don't know. I don't. Know, I don't even know if it's really an issue or like a pro. I guess it's just like a like a discussion about something I was thinking about with the phone. Alrighty. Yeah. Let us know your thoughts on the X, man. Um. So it actually, it just really has to do with like the. Um, well, the phone itself is great. Like I love the phone. Like using it is great and all. I've had it since launch day and stuff. Um. What I'm what I'm here to talk about is just like actually just the material they use, like the. The stain, the polished stainless steel. Um, no, I, I love it. Don't get me wrong, but I'm, I'm I, like, just I'm curious if like whether it's really practical on like a phone. I guess is what I'm, what I'm getting to. Um, yeah, because you have the the silver yeah. colorway, right? So you ran into some issues with that pretty early on, right? I did. Yeah, it actually it, it shows um, scratches really easily. Um, and I, at first, I thought it was just my. I had a, a case speaking. Um, ultra hybrid crate ultra hybrid case sorry and it was pretty tight but um after I, I so i used that initially and once i stopped using that i noticed a bunch of scratches on my phone but um it turns out i'm not the only person with that issue and actually like a lot of people just like right off the bat have a lot of scratches on the, the silver version yeah it's kind of uh, crazy too because the silver version should be the one showing the least amount of scratches you'd, you'd expect to see some pretty bad scratches on the space gray version since it's uh it's colored it's not you know the base color should be the silver yeah yeah that's yeah that's what i thought completely like when, before i even bought the phone um and a lot of people have been saying that actually like the coating or like the the color that they put into the space gray actually is like it doesn't scratch as easily but then you run it's like a like this weird pro and con where it's like with the silver one it scratches really easily, which is the con, but the pro is that you can polish it. You can also polish it really easily to bring it back. But with the space gray, it doesn't scratch nearly as easily, but once it does, then you can't really polish it back. <laughs> so it's kind of like this weird trade-off. I don't, I don't know which one's better, honestly, but <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, no, I've definitely seen a lot of people with that same issues yourself. And I, I have the space gray colorway and I haven't seen like I was just checking now under the lamp and I still don't have any micro abrasions. And mm. for the most part, I've been using it without a case unless I'm walking around the city. So it's kind of surprising. And I guess right. it's strange, like whatever uh, coating they've been using is almost like another case around the band. It's actually protecting it and making it less likely to get scratches, which is like kind of insane. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I think that's awesome. That's how it played out. Yeah, <laughs> really is like a second case. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. So, I mean, besides that that scratching issue that we've been seeing coming up, do you have any other thoughts on the phone, pros or otherwise? Um, oh, definitely a lot of pros. I, I obviously the screen is just breathtaking. I came from using a seven plus, so um, having that big screen before, I was used to that. So. I have you have the big screen here again, but just in a different form factor. So before on the on the plus phones, you had a wider, you know, more traditional display, you know, sixteen by nine aspect ratio. Where this is more, um, I don't know the exact ratio of this one. I think it's around eighteen by nine. Yeah, I think that's right. Mm-hmm. But um, so you, you know, you get a taller display, but it doesn't feel as wide. Um, personally, I I actually prefer this over the plus just because the plus. It really is like carrying around an iPad in your pocket while while this like, like feels like a phone. So like, um, I you know I had to adjust back to uh, using a phone just because using this phone because it, it felt smaller in my hands. But now that I'm used to it, I don't I don't really want to go back to using the the Plus phone to be honest. Right. And do you think you're going to be part of the camp that will really want the iPhone X Plus that ends up being true next year, or do you think you're going to stay with this X size? I really can't say to be honest, I'm. Because um, the thing that made it somewhat okay with using like the regular Plus phones before they they went all bezel-less was that the screen didn't go like that high up into the phone. So there was still like, you know, a good half 